Murderers, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called Ted Talks and it's a lord of shame. But I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it light. It's 30 minutes long and all about T-Side, the people, the places and the Borough Pride. Welcome to episode 28 of Ted Talks, the Ted Anky podcast. Oh, how, how come we've made it this far? I can't believe it, me, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, just got to mention our sponsors, but it's Fan TV, Showcase Comedy and JokePit.com, the comedy box office. Check them out. I'll talk about them at the end of the show. Uh, well, well, let's start off with some nice football news there. Eh? The butter is still unbeaten. All right, we uh, we drew to all with, uh, with, 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 with Derby Clunk today. I can't say the name Clowntley Clount, them uh, with the fat Nana Shagger playing in, in, in midfield for them um, we should have won but we had a makeshift defence didn't we we had a couple of midfielders in defence so we played well we're playing really well we've got a couple of good new signings in in the transfer window things are looking optimistic and uh, I'm really happy so yeah Good times. Anyway, we've got a, a good show in store for you today. So sit back, strap in your lugs, and enjoy. Right then, before I introduce you to my first guest on the show, uh, I thought I'd have a little catch up with my uh, my brother-in-law, big fat Julie's brother, Mala. Uh, not spoken to him since New Year, Mala. Now then, welcome. Hey, yeah. Hey, uh, are you all right? Are you all right, everybody in Ted's house? I've told you it doesn't work like that. I've told you before. It's it's not recorded with people here. It's done on 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 like a system, and then I load it onto another system. Is that like the same as when you and Julie have them parties when all the blokes come round? Don't shut up. Right, uh, how are you doing anyway, mate? Have you had a good tea? Yeah, well, yeah, funnily enough, like, it's a bit weird you say that, because you know me, like, no, yeah, no, Mala. Like, I do it every year, don't I? You do, yeah. And, uh, this year's like a, a special year for us, because uh, I've actually gone, I'm doing Vaduary. What, Vaduary? Do you know what I mean? Was that what you're giving up? You're giving up fannies? <laughs> no, I do that all yeah, man. Had you any like it's like you you just eat veg and that you you know like them people right when then like in America and they go down the side of the road and they pick up like dead dead like squirrels roadkill roadkill yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm doing the same sort of thing but I'm doing it butter based right and it's just I'm picking up loose vegetables. Well, when I say picking up, I'm like hoying myself into the allotment and I'm nicking as much as I can before I get, you know, get caught. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Like, random root veggies going everywhere, to be honest with you. And it's, I tell you, it's more out of like necessity than it is actual wanting because they had, they've stopped me money having there because they've caught me in all my fiddles. So, so like, I'm having to fend for myself. So you're just living on a on a, on a veg-based diet now then, whatever you can salvage from allotments and various leftover greengrocer stores, I'm assuming. I like, I like the way you said salvage there, yeah, it makes it sound proper class. Yeah, whatever I can, like, salvage. I'm like the modern man, you know what I mean? Going, like, all plant-based foods and, uh, you know, none of, none of that... None of that rubbish anymore. Do you know what I mean? I even had the camo, like I made myself, it was mint. It was like a carrot. Yeah. And on top of it, I just like dipped it in the bechamel sauce and it was class. And so, it was like a camo. Well, it wasn't, but it was. So it was just a creamy carrot then. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just thought that, you know, when I said salvage, we could call it salvage or salvage. You know, salvage. Could, yeah. do you know well, do you know where I'm going with that? That's class, that's safe. Yeah. And it's funny, like, yeah, I'll tell you what as well. <laughs> About businesses, right? Yeah. You, you wouldn't believe this, right? I've come up with a cracker over now, yeah. You're going to love it. Go on, go on. Like, like, you know, like, when people are dead stressed in that, like, and they need a bit of relief or something to take the mind off, like, the, there's troubles of life. Like a tug, when you need a tug. Like, yeah, like a tug. Yeah. But like, like, it's all fancy now down in the butter, man. They're all, like, eating swag rather and doing whatever they do. Yeah. So, right, it's it's like they all want to go for acupuncture, you know, like where they stab you with needles and that. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what that? Uh, it's very, very big in, in the uh, the land of the rising sun. I don't know where that is. Yeah, yeah that pub in Stockton, yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. The, the, bloke, the bloke stabs you in the back, yeah. That's right, he does. Anyway, no. Uh, well, me and the lads come up with our new concept, right, and it's mint and it's groundbreaking. Go we on. did it at the last orange pit, right, and it went class. Yeah. Right? It's not acupuncture, it's arc and puncture. Right. Oh, right, yeah, what, what's that? Basically, well, buds come up like, and they're like, oh, like, oh, mate, I've got an headache, and I just give them a bat. And they go, yeah, I can Right, and he takes the mind off the headache, and then they're like, oh, no, Mala, that's classical, kiss a fiver. So that's it, that's a new way to deal with modern stress. I can punch you. It's trademark now from the lads down the orange pip. It's you know a, what I mean? It's a, it's a great, it's a great concept. It's a great yeah, concept. Yeah, you can get loads of money for it because sometimes when you when you go, I can punch you. Well, you have to say that for legal reasons, by the way. Yeah, to tell them you do, I can punch you. Like knit them. Sometimes if you hit them hard enough, like you can take what you want out of the wallet and that as well. I was going to say five is a, a good rate as well because getting acupuncture can cost you about thirty quid a session. You go and get, you go and get a session of I can punch you. And uh, exactly. a fire and a dead arm. It's all right, that. Exactly right, yeah. And it's like the way I see it, there's a lot of like knife crime and stuff going about. So I'm trying to deter the youth of today from like using little needles and that to stab each other. Yeah. Go back to the past, you know what I mean? I can punch you. It's honestly, it's going to revolutionise the business. I think it's a great. I think it'll catch. I think we, you know, we've talked about Dragon Stem before, and I reckon we could go on. You can get that big, lanky, uh, What's he called, Peter? What's his face up and just twatting one? Go, I'm going to show you the devastation of Ark and Punch Peter, can I just borrow you for a minute? Just stand there. Deborah Meaden's getting a proper wide on and stuff like that. And then bang, get on, Peter. Get on. Right, someone get his wallet. That's usually yeah. what we show. Yeah. Because like when they're disorientated, they can walk off. Or like even some of them pretend that they didn't even want acupuncture. I can punch you. You know what I mean? They didn't even want it, some of them. Because, like, but they, like, honestly, it worked because so this lad said, I've got a bad head. So I said, I can punch you. And I smashed him. And honestly, his bad head went. I mean, he had, a, like, a bloody nose and that, but he forgot about his bad head. So, you know what I mean? It works. That's great, yeah. I like that. And we're keeping kids off small knives and, like, needles. needles and yeah, yeah. And cutting them and smoke, smoke drugs. Smoke yeah, drugs, don't inject them. Well, you, well, you know, I'm, I'm not big for that either, to be honest. But are you speaking of drugs, right? <laughs> Have you smoked you know a basket? Do you know what I got, like, for a Christmas present of our lass? Go on, what, what, like, yeah. hang on, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Uh, was it um, was it the uh, the best of, so you think it's all over DVD with Nick Hancock? 
Well, obviously, yeah, because like that, it wouldn't be Christmas if I didn't get yeah, that again. I, I seen it in the pound shop. That's why I knew she'd get that for well, you. Well, didn't you sell it back to the pound shop for fifty p? Fucking right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. No, right. Our last right. There's this like uh, fancy. I told you. No, yeah, no, Mala. Right. There's this fancy clinic in Darman's town, man, and they do this clinic irrigation. Yeah. Do you know what that is, one? Eh? It's uh, is that where in that where they put like hose pipe up your bum hole. Well, well, yeah, but it's like, it's like the insert a small tube up your bum. It's not gay on it, honestly. Not that I'd be bothered if it was, but it isn't, right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, but this one in Darmanstown, it's dead weird. You know, like them, that stuff, like when you went round your nana's when you were a burn and she didn't have a shower, but she had like them two tubes that stuck on the hot and cold water pipe and then it come out as a shower nodule. All right, yeah, you yeah. Want to turn it and you either got a freezer, not now freezing cold. Well, they do that. With a hose pipe, and they insert it a little bit up your bum, and they turn it dead off, and it knacks, and then they cool it off with water, and they get it to the right temperature, yeah. and then like it's all right, and like just loads of stuff comes floating out your bum, and it's still good because it makes you feel like quite happy in that. But uh, I wanted to take it the next step, right? So you can get like what they call a coffee in enema. All right, like, yeah, like what you'd have a, you'd have a coffee at the same time while they're well, doing it, and you put more. Basically, I think they just like poured cups of coffee into the tube. That's what it looked like they were doing, because like they was just smoking and laughing, and then they went, "Hey, wait for the kettle to boil." And it, honestly, <laughs> ten minutes, and I thought it was mint, right? Until all the lads, I, I did a buff in the club, right? And all the lads are like, "Are oh, you stinking mellow birds?" <laughs> The smell's been been following me around all the time. Oh, the cheapest choice of coffee as well, Mellow Birds. Oh, boff. Mate, you're least one of his partners out of Kenko. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Neither thing is, though, I got that on tick from that surgery as well. So while while Bell's, he's after us, isn't he? (laughs) Because, you know, I owe him 15 quid for that treatment. So, but I'm sure it will. I'm sure I can get it sorted. You know, what, no, what, yeah, no. What are the benefits of it then? What did what's it done to your insides? Do you like feel like you're more athletic or, or more confident with women? Yeah, uh, well, the, to be honest, it's put me off coffee, which is quite good because I was drinking too much of it anyway. Yeah, like the, honestly, you don't want to go to the toilet and then smell that combination. It, it's not very nice. Do you know what I mean? No. Apart from that, the only other benefit I had. Was like I got a nice trip to, to Dormanstown, and I always like Dormanstown. Yeah, it's lovely. It's I'd, lovely I'd, I think I'd accept uh, one of them, but probably uh, probably only with Doctor Pepper. And I don't mean that being the doctor who does it. I mean like bottles of Doctor Pepper instead of coffee uh, slowly drizzles into my anus, into my balloon yeah. knot. Hey, I'm sure they, uh, I'm going to get you the, the menu. I'm sure they do that. Get me a pamphlet. Yeah, Doctor Pepper, twenty twenty and hooch. Like a special offers. Oh, yeah. wow. I know. And because it's like in butter and that, you get like half a palm, or is it, as well? But I'm not eating meat, am I? So, but yeah, you can. Oh, but, yeah, well, you have anyway? Because uh, you haven't been in the club, have you? No, I've, 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 uh, I've, I've, I just can't be asked. You know what I mean? Like I've just been too many good things on TV, so I've been been catching up on me me watch on demand stuff that I've been recording. Uh, fantastic, fantastic uh, documentary about uh, tsunamis. Uh, I won't go into that though. Uh, yeah, but, listen, can't believe you're watching anything to do with Newcastle. I hate them. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I just, uh, you know, it's about big waves. 
That's what it's about, big waves, a tsunami, not a tonight. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, I don't know what you mean, but I'm gonna yeah. say yeah. But it's anyway, like for Christmas, um I got um I got a I got a, a vintage edition of Hungry Hippos. Um so <laughs> me, yeah, purely <laughs> one. You used to call her Julia Hungry Hippos. Still is a fucking hungry hippo. She she, 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 she did uh, she did uh, two boxes of celebrations, a box of quality street, a box of heroes, um Ferrero Rochers, Twiglet, After Eights, and uh, a massive jumbo bag of Harry Bows in one hour on Christmas Day. Honestly, honestly, the girl's shocking. Last time I saw her pretending she was a hungry hippo, it was when she did her last dance summer's nights, and that was the last time I saw her on all fours, gobbling loads of balls. It's horrible. Oh, with them gimp balls. It was them gimp yeah. balls, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't yeah. as testicles. It probably was we are, Julie, though. She's a monkey cow. Uh, but yeah, she, she, got some, uh, she got some sort of like racy underwear to, to put on for, for Christmas for me as well, because it was my birthday, Christmas Day, and she thought, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know ones because she had them from um, our mum's catalogue yeah. it was them Slazenger ones wasn't it Slazenger yeah yeah and she yeah, got like yeah. some, some big like Donny knickers as well and, 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 oh, that's proper, that's sexy proper, like, pro- that's proper like you know what I mean yeah like, and then she put uh, she put Waterfall by TLC on and just did loads of like slut drops and sexy dancing for me um, <laughs> and uh, before she could even get close to me I my balls fizzed and uh, it was done just done so uh, she didn't really have to do any work I shouldn't be telling you this would have been your sister but you, you know right. it you know it's alright man don't worry about it I, yeah. I totally it's, I've seen that dirty cow get up to all sorts in the time man six or seven blokes coming home from the bongo with her at once when was this? Which it was only a couple of weeks back man calm down but you know I was where I'm still I was still with her then <laughs> Oh, oh. Did, well, it might have been a couple of months. I don't know, man. Do I? I'm always oh, like. she like? I'm, I'm always. You know, no wonder what I mean? I've been, always got that itch down there. No, it isn't, man. I'm like I'm feverish without having any meat for a while. Am I? Which is something our Julie can't say she hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, if you weren't so funny, I think you were a twat. Uh, well, uh, listen, man. Uh, I'll, I'll let you get off, mate. Because I know you've only just popped in uh, to drop some 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 backy off for us, mate. I don't know why you've yeah, put it in. Uh, I don't know why you've put it in a plant pot, but uh, it's. Uh, you know right, I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, it's better be proper stuff and not you growing them fucking tea leaves it's not again. Right. Uh, but you, you just let us know. I will, mate. Uh, anyway, where are you off now? Uh, well, do you know what, mate? I'm, I'm going to pop down the club for a bit. Just going to, like, you know, pay me take off with uh, with the clinic. Yeah, Hopefully. yeah. Uh, a lad who does some money for some dodgy DVDs. I've been knocking out, so you never know. Anyway, like, uh, Keep it real and all that, and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, all, all right, um, man. I love to talk to you, mate. I can't see you tomorrow yeah, anyway. Up the butter and that, yeah. Oh, man, it's, uh, it's, it's nice for him to pop in. I've not, I've not seen him this year. So, uh, good, 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 good chat. That's good. Right then, so my special guest on this week's episode is uh, international comedian Steve Hilly. Is it pronounced Hilly or Hilly or how is it pronounced, Steve? It's Hilly. It's, it's Hilly. Well done. You obviously, you, you, you know you're international comedian. I'm, I'm, well done, yeah. I'm well up to speed with it, mate. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you're, 
yeah, well, you sound it. Um, you know, obviously, the big technological whiz, it's all happening. It's brilliant. <laughs> well, um, if my listeners are worrying about the uh, the sound quality this week, it's because you're over you're over in Malta, aren't you? Because uh, I believe you are of a Maltese heritage. Is that right? That is right. I am of Maltese heritage. I'm completely Maltese. Um, I recently did that, the ancestry DNA thing, and uh, I, I just, I, I, my whole family, all my ancestors, are from this tiny. Funny that because the, uh, the the local flower where I'm from in Middlesbrough is uh, is, yeah. a, is a mucky cow by the name of Tracy. Um, oh, um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's well known. Um, so does does that I mean? Crazy. Oh yes, yeah. Sure, you don't want to meet her, mate. You'll be uh, you'll be scratching for weeks. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. for life. So, in every single way possible. So do you do you class yourself as a Malteser? Then is that the correct phrase? Okay. Oh, that's an interesting, uh, yeah. interesting theory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've noticed yeah, off your profile picture, you've got you've got a, a lovely tan, uh, your very nice hair. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you very much. Is Thank it is, much. is it dreadlocks? It is. It is. Yeah. So wow. I am. I'm, I'm. I'm nothing if not into my cultural appropriation. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm. I'm dreadlocks. I've had dreadlocks for. I think it's like ten years. You're looking after the buyers and uh, and um, contribution to the dealers by fitting in. Is that right? Exactly. That's it. That's just it. It's a cliche for a reason. And people say, people have lots of assumptions about me with dreadlocks. They assume that they don't. They can never be committed to anything. But, mate, I tell you what, I've been committed to being searched, having every single one of my, of my holes searched uh, every time I go through an airport uh, just to, to kind of... Um, um, rock this look and be more and be, be, be more obviously available for people who want to sell drugs and there's a lot of commitment from my side man Wow, maybe you just enjoy that body search and that's why you, you're maintaining this 10 year relationship with your dreads <laughs> Well, yeah, I think yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's a nail on the head there, my friend. Good yeah, to see you. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, there is, there is always that little bit of pleasure 
whenever I go through Heathrow, it's like, hello, lads, here we go again. <laughs> what if you gave me a Valentine's Day card? Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, I suppose it's, uh, it's a bit of a class to uh, the drug dealers we're used to in Middlesbrough, where they, they just keep uh, basically crushed up worm tablets in their underpants of the tracky bottoms. Uh, so, so, some, sometimes you end up snorting a pube, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, you know what? It seems like I, I bet to Tracy's more much more than a puke. Oh bloody hell! Well, my uh, my Mrs. Julie, big fat Julie, she she knows Tracy quite well, and uh, I mean okay. my, my Julie's uh, you know she's she's no nun, but this Tracy, oh my god, she puts it about a bit around the town. She's a right mucky cow. Um, I went I went to went out with a girl. I went out with a girl from. No, not she was, she was, no, oh shit, you're going to hate this. What? Uh, she was from Newcastle. No, because she was from Newcastle, and, and for a second I thought, I, I thought it was going to be a story about a girl from, from Middlesbrough. And then I, I remembered that she was actually, she was from Newcastle. And uh, Well, what we could do, was, Steve, we could lie and pretend it is about the girl from Middlesbrough for the purpose of comedy. Well, I won't, 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 I won't
Yeah, I've got this image in my head now of like all your mates around you in a circle around the dance yeah. floor like that and the DJ's just going ah it's just a load of lads doing Zorba's dance or something like that you know da, 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 da. and uh, really it, it looks like you are because you've got down but you're curling out a baby brown yeah. one I know, I know. Um, it was, it was incredible. It was, um, was it, uh, I think, and the song I think was that was playing was Wickfield Saturday night. Oh. So, um, I know. And was it so, Saturday at, at the time? It, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I, I do remember every time I, I, mean, I don't really hear the song very much to be honest. But every time I do this, I pop into my head. Um, I just get an image of this girl. Who, uh, who broke my heart and, 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 and immediately you just think Saturday shite <laughs> <laughs> that's as good as my jokes get Steve honestly I'm not uh, I'm not a great gag teller more visual <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's, it's very I, I think I think that's very good I mean yeah I've been, I've been listening to your podcast I know what your level of gags are yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've got a limited harmony put it that way uh, <laughs> So as the uh, podcast is getting a bit more popular now, you know what I mean? I'm like offering out advertising space to local businesses from the Teesside, Northeast area of England. Uh, So I've got uh, two adverts for two local businesses coming up now and uh, later on I've got another two so uh, just see what you think you know it might generate some sales it might tickle your fancy and think oh I'm going to get in touch with them and and and, and give them some business so uh, I hope so anyway looking for somewhere in town where you can go and watch like the match and that and have some good scran and a good pint and all that well look no further and the Discovery Pub in Middlesbrough. Based on Newport Road in the Borough, join us for a game or oh, boxing. We've got Sky Sports, we've got BT Sports, you know, the best action. Full of HD screens and all the walls and that. Free Wi-Fi, but don't be logging on to your porn accounts. Comfy seating and a large bar full of various drinks. We also offer a great value menu if you want to get a bit of chow-chow in your belly. Delicious burgers and veggie options. And we do a proper mint roast on a Sunday like... We've also got a function area available for hire. Please ask for details. However, we don't allow sex parties. So, what are you waiting for? Get yourself down to Discovery in Middlesbrough. Have you all got an overgrown bush? Well, if you have, get in touch with me at Young's Garden and Tree Services. That's right. I'll come down to your house and I'll trim your privet. I'll do all conifers. I'll get with the gravel. I'll do it all. I'll do it all. So get in touch with Young's Garden and Tree Services. I might be from Sheffield, but don't let that put you off from booking us. I do a grand job, I do, every time. 100% hard graft with me big, massive fucking hands. 
Remember on those dark gold nights as well? Well, from Young's Garden and Tree Services, we supply quality, well-seasoned hardwood logs as well. So you can buy them from me and stock up your fire and keep your tatties warm. So look us up on Facebook. That's right, my name's Russell Young from Sheffield. Young's Garden and Tree Services. Drop us a message on that and I'll pop around and take a good look at your bush. You're, uh, so you, you live in London, is that right? I do, yeah. Don't. I live in London. Uh, but you perform oh all God, over, don't you? Perform all over, yeah. I'm off to Australia in a, in a few weeks. I'm doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Oh, wow. Uh, One of my good mates goes out and, and does that every year. Troy Hawk, you know Troy? Yes, yeah, Troy, very, very funny guy. He's brilliant, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So, so before I went to comedy, I did radio, right? And I was, and uh, and the two reasons I got into radio were for women yeah. and for CDs. Lunch, lunch and CDs, yeah. Loads, yeah. I'm going to get loads of CDs and loads of pussy. And I ended up with a lot of CDs. <laughs> and then I thought, and then I thought, right, now I'm going to get into comedy because that's how I'm going to find myself. Women. Uh, and I just, my CD collection keeps growing. To be fair, to be fair, no, I'm married, I'm married, man. I've been, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very kind of lukewarmly uh, married to my wife. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, um, why are we talking about it? Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, comedy, traveling. Yeah, so, so yeah, so it's lovely. So, so traveling around is great, isn't it? So it's one of, one of them, one of the few perks of being a full-time comedian, mate. It's a, uh, you know, the financial stability certainly isn't. Uh, yeah, it's great. But going off, to, I'm excited, and I get because I'm Maltese. I get to come to Malta every so often and do some gigs over here as well. Yeah, so, yeah, happy days. Oh, mate, it sounds absolutely fantastic. I'm lucky, me, if I can, yeah. if I can get over the northeast. To be honest, you know what I mean. Uh, but that's. That's that's probably to do with my ankle tag more than anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not a criminal. I, I just never get caught. I never get caught, Steve. That's that's. I'm, I'm too yeah, good. Yeah, you're way too good. Way too, too good. good. Way I'm the end of the curve. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Never, never. You'll never be caught. But you're like a you're a man of mystery. Everybody kind of they they've only ever seen glimpses of you, mate. They do. They see me like in the corner in nightclubs, you know, just like fingering lasses and stuff like that and then and then I'm gone the way to do it. I'm gone in a puff of smoke the phantom finger the phantom finger they call they call me uh, they call me Kit Kat Ted uh, <laughs> sometimes king size Kit Kat as well depending on the size of the lady to be honest uh, and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know everyone needs a bit of loving my friend everyone needs a bit of loving the dog the dog yeah, um, and, and in, in today's world where, you know, where everybody's so polarised, it's important that, that everybody gets an equal, you, you know, you're an equal opportunity finger. It's important, man. That's right, yeah. No, I, I agree with that, Steve. I do. I do. Um, so, have you got what's what's been your biggest achievement in comedy then? Because obviously you're travelling around, you're doing some amazing gigs. Is the one that stands out? And you think, oh, look at me, I'm proper fucking class. I do. Uh, I do. So um, uh, every summer I come back to Malta and I do an adult pantomime. And the reason I do it in summer 
it's because uh, it's the opposite of what a normal panto should be, right? So yeah. it's not for kids, and it's not Christmas. So it's like, well, let's just go to whole hog and do the middle of summer. And it's, it's like this mad show, and it and North is a very Catholic kind of conservative country. Yeah, yeah. But we do, yeah. But we do. But in this show, we like. I'm just literally like before before we we started this this evening. I was wearing one of the songs for this show, and it's all about. It's a version of Sweet Caroline, but it's called Jizz in My Eye, and it's all about Bukaki. And uh, and we get about. 8,000 people come and see the show and they all kind of sing along to this and it's just it's a, it's a wonderful kind of it's a real it's a really wonderful moment when you got when you got all these very conservative like in this very conservative country you get all these people kind of it's a bit of a mad little release and uh, and there's a tradition of me kind of coming on stage in my mankini at one point just kind of as a, and it's just yeah it's all it's all very funny and very silly and very kind of very it sounds brilliant. Yeah, if you ever if you ever yeah, need a pantomime know. villain, you know what I mean. I'm available. I'm, I, I'm creepy. I shall, I shall, I shall keep you in mind. But yeah, that's kind. Of, I think that's kind of as a as a the, the context of it. The fact that it's done over over here in such a in, and in a small country as well, we can manage to get quite a few thousand people to come see, uh, and it's just so. Near and out there, uh, yeah. I, I mean, love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, that, that's one of the one of the things that I I really kind of, I really we had at one point we had like one of one of the, the MEPs, one of our local MEPs. Uh, they they came to see the show and we brought them up on stage and I, they were the back end of the cow of the panto cow. <laughs> I was the front end in my and I was wearing and I was wearing a mankini. Oh, back end of the cow. yeah. And so that was like. Facebook page as well uh, so listeners you can follow Steve Hilly on Facebook um, you did a massive rant about uh, Poet at the Greta Thunberg didn't you oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that I'm going to share that on my page because uh, I, I think ah, she's an interesting you. character she's an interesting character she is she is I mean I, I mean, you know uh, I think she gets obviously she's kind of been glorified a little bit but that, so this is, a, so this is Quite an interesting segue for my to my stand-up show is called Green Fingerer, and it's about <laughs> sex and, and it's about sex and the environment. This is the show I'm taking off to Melbourne. Yeah, and uh, and the premise of the show is that Greta Thunberg is great, but she's kind of preaching to the converted. And if we really want, we really wanted to reach out to people who are not perhaps too interested in climate change we need to get people who, who they'd be interested in listening to and they're not going to be interested in listening to Grant Thunberg but they might be interested in in, uh, in listening to um, certain adult entertainers and so I've got some messages from certain very well known adult entertainers 
Um, Porn stars? Uh, green messages. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, Get in there. So they're giving... So, they, so, they are, so these porn stars are giving... Uh, are giving I'm asking people to help save the world. And that's kind of the premise of the show. So it's... Uh, so, yeah, it's very funny. Uh, so, yeah. So it's... It, yeah, I, I mean, I did it in Edinburgh. So I did a few days in Edinburgh in the fringe. And it went down well, so fingers crossed. Oh, good, mate. Good, yeah. yeah. I've seen another show. So I'm signing in London, and um, I might be taking that to Edinburgh later this year. So I'm just, I'm called Pornocchio. And it's about, the idea is we get comedians telling sex stories, and the audience needs to decide which one of them is lying and which one of them is saying the truth. Uh, so yeah that's brilliant and it, yeah because so kind of with, with with I lie to you but um, with with sexy stories I've, I've got loads of them mate I've got loads of them and, I, and when I'm doing my stand up there's a couple that I'll tell as well that was true stories and I won't spoil the punchlines because um, there's people coming to see me next week um, yeah, and uh, yeah but uh, yeah there's some uh, some interesting sexual stories from Lance Holidays <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you've got up to all sorts of different stuff. Oh, too right, did I? Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds that sounds really interesting, and I love a I love a good a good mucky show. I really do. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's a if a comedian manages to if nobody realises that the comedian's lying, and they win the golden dildo every week. Wow, get, get this is dildo. brilliant. So, yeah, the big prizes, mate. It's the home of big. You know, big common dildos. Yeah. Walking people off. That'd be, uh, be great to add to my Julie's collection, that, because she's got, like, every other yeah, size and colour. So... <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's not that is a golden one, mate. Oh. Yeah. One of them's got a slightly golden colour, but I think that's just from overuse, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we don't use that one very often. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Only when it's the Olympics. Time for a few more local T-side business adverts. Hey, yeah, uh, is your oven proper on its ass? Have you had too many fish fingers and turkey dinosaurs just popping about in there and splattering everything? Have you got those really annoying grimy stains on the glass window that you can't get rid of? They're like skid marks for your oven. Well, what you need to do is get in touch with us at Pristine Oven Cleaning, based in Stokesley. Just give us a call on 01-642-986-217. We'll clean any oven from top to bottom, even if your house is proper scruffy. Hey, uh, Joe living in an area where it's got loads of crime and that going on. Twockers. Burglaries! No, just dodgy people lagging around your garden and that. Well, look no further than DC Electronic Security. Your family and home protected. Make sure you don't end up the victim of theft and break-ins from people like me. Secure and monitor your home from your own mobile phone, wherever you are. Contact. DC Electronic Security now look them up on Facebook. Now come out, now protect your home and your car. 
en infamley. Well, Steve, this is a, this is a comedy and uh, primarily meant to be a football podcast, even though we don't really talk right. much about football. So I'm going to ask you the question, do you like football? And if so, who do you like? Mate, I love football. I'm shit at it. I mean, I like watching it. Yeah. I, I, but I'm not very good at it. I, I kind of like playing it, but I'm not very good at it. Who do you support? Well, this is it. This is it. I mean, we grew up in London. We don't. Like, there's no real, like, there's no good teams. Salimi Wanderers, is that one? When, yeah, there is a team called Salima Wanderers. Yeah, Salima Wanderers, yeah, I know it. I know it well, mate. Yeah. Because there was a period in my life where I was addicted to playing football manager on the PC, and uh, oh, I ended up knowing every random team in the world and players like there was a Maltese player called Michael Missud I think as well yeah yeah. he played for commentary yeah he did yeah 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 Yeah. but but, so I support Everton oh Everton that's a strange one for a for a a, a southern based Maltese yeah I know but the reason was so I so I I was very young it was the 1986 World Cup and uh and Gary Lineker was top scorer in the 1986 World Cup. I was like four or five. Yeah. And uh, Gary Lineker played for Everton. And uh, so I started to join Everton. And then like four days later, he joined Barcelona. And, uh, and my dad was like, well, you started to join a team. You shouldn't really change teams. <laughs> I got so had I, so had I got into football literally five days later, I'd be, uh, I'd be a Barcelona fan. But as it is, uh, Everton fan. And yeah. And that's kind of how that happens. Oh wow! I mean, you've got a good manager now, haven't you, at Everton? I think he'll turn he'll turn the club round eventually. Yeah, well, eventually, yeah. But yeah, we got a brilliant manager now. But yeah. yeah, who knows? I mean, who knows? The, 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 yeah, the, the club has got so many issues. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's been mismanaged for years, and it's not just people are talking about. It's been mismanaged since Moyes left. It's been mismanaged for a lot longer than that. Yeah. Everton's problems are a massive, man. And, and you think about it, like the club, it should be, it should be doing so much more than it, than it is. And everybody talks about, like when Moyes was around, Everton punching above its weight. That pisses me off, man. Because they're, they're a big club. Yeah, yeah. Not punching above their weight. Like, yeah, it's not football. It's just, was just invented in 92 with, with the Premier League. Like, you know, look at the history of football. Everton's a big, it's like Middlesbrough. Isn't it? like, it's a big club, That's man. right, yeah, yeah. We've got a good history, yeah. good history. You've had some great players over the years as well, some fantastic players. Oh, oh mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm... So very, especially this year, I'm very annoyed with Liverpool fucking running away with it as well. Oh, they're just, you've got to admit, though, they just look absolutely unstuffed at the minute. They, they do. By 1992, I, I placed a bet with a mate of mine that Everton would win the Premier League before Liverpool. <laughs> and uh, and, I, and I, I, I'm going to have to pay, it feels like I'm going to have to pay him out this year. Like in, in 1992, so, what, what did you bet him? A curly whirly? How old were you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to pay up a fucking curly whirly now. <laughs> You're lucky, mate. They're smaller in size now. You could have been giving him a massive curly whirly back then. I know, I know. Mm. It's weird. Like, the, the thing is, I bet him 
a currency that doesn't even exist anymore. I bet him like a multi like he was a, a multi fiver and it also doesn't have its own currency anymore. It's only Euro now. So um it's East but but, uh, but yeah. That's yeah, nineteen ninety two and I, I and this is the year I lose my bet. Like how bloody, bloody Liverpool. Yeah, I've got to admit, like at the start of the season, I uh, I put fifty quid on Liverpool to win the league. Uh, oh, did you, man? Yeah, oh, I just felt God. after the run run that they were on from like all the way up to the Champions League, and then sort of I just had a feeling that they're just going to go for it now, and it was so close last season. Oh, you wouldn't have had very good odds. Well, it, it, I got I got I got five to one, which wasn't bad. Yeah, Bloody hell, that's really. I know. I think people were just expecting uh, Man City to to walk away with it again, um, but uh, yeah, managed to get five to one. So uh, I'm, I'm waiting for them to get in touch and just to say, oh, we're going to pay out early, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I reckon they will. They probably will. They will. They will. Who else is going to? Who else is going to? But I also, I also put a bet on them. Liverpool to win the league. Um, Brighton, Brighton to get relegated, Leeds United to get promoted, not win the league, um, and uh, Glasgow Rangers to win the Scottish League as well. And I got five hundred to one for that. Well, well I, 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 I know that all of them might be happening. Except what's the what's the Rangers? Well, I think Rangers are either they're either joint top or they're only like two points behind Celtic or something like that. And they beat Celtic the other week. So it's close. It's going to be close. Hey, you could be. Yeah. You could be. You could be getting to Australia yourself. Okay, right, mate. I'm coming. I'm coming to Malta and I'm buying a church. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one thing about churches. We got three hundred and sixty-five churches on our little island. And the size of Scumble. It's uh, we got one church for every day. We've got seven cinemas. Three hundred sixty-five churches. Wow. Well, maybe I'll set up a cinema inside my church and and, <laughs> and, and a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we, we got, we got, we got a lot of them. Oh, right. Oh, well, that's all right then. That's the thing as well with, with, um, with Ireland and small places. People just get, you know, some places get very kind of, very weird, but also, also, I think everyone tries to rebel against being being conservative and being a Catholic. So we've got uh, dodgy massage parlours in literally every other street. So even in the middle of like a, a residential area, you'll find a dodgy massage parlour with with people offering you happy endings and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, and like every you know every every street, like the toilet, public toilets have got little. Little glass shelves inside, so people can sort their coat with ease. It's like the sort of place is. It's very weird. Just during them few minutes where we're talking there, I've just got some return flights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way. <laughs> Get the drinks in. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it sounds lovely. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so it's all, it's all, it's, it's a very, it's a very strange, surreal little island. So before I let you go then, uh, we, we all look at Steve. Uh, have you got anything coming up that you want to promote or anything you want to, you know, get me yeah. listeners looking at for you? Yeah, that'd be great. So if uh, if anyone is going to be in London 
I'll tell you when. Hold on. On February the 12th, we're doing Pornocchio, which is that night I mentioned before. A comedian telling sex stories, and we need to figure out who's lying and who's telling the truth. Yeah. That's on February the 12th. At ages and eight, days, the place I was just talking about. Um, also, I've got, again, if anyone's in London around towards the end of Feb, I've got a couple of previews for Green Fingerer before I get a shoe off to Melbourne. Um, and I have got my own podcast called Around the World in Eight Comedians, in which I talk to comedians from different countries around the world. And uh, yeah, they just let me know what their hometown is like. And it's all very exciting. So check that out, Around the World in 80 Comedians. That sounds great. Yeah, check it out, listeners. Uh, lovely. Well, um, I'll let you. I'll let you get back to you uh, to your to your glass shelves and brothels. And uh, thank you very much. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure listen, uh, talking to you today, yeah. Steve. Honestly, it really is. It really is. Right. Uh, yeah. So say hi to to Julie and, and Tracy and all the rest of those lovely, lovely northern ladies. Oh, and, uh, I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them a good, a good Maltese and two for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right then, listeners, that was uh, that was Steve Hilly there, uh, the international comedian, and you can uh, you can check him out on uh, on Facebook, and uh, he's also got a, a rather lovely website uh, called uh, JustSteveHilly.com, spelled H-I-L-I. Um, that's how we spell Hilly. Have a look. He's uh, he's an interesting character. I like the look of him. He's nice. Yeah, yeah. What a, what, a, what a very lovely man. What a very lovely man. Uh, apologies if the sound quality wasn't up to the usual TED Talks uh, standard there, but uh, like the system where we normally record these type of things on wasn't working, the pile of shit. And it was uh, the only time I could get hold of Steve, really, so we did it via telephone. So hopefully you could still understand it. Uh, if not, it was brilliant. Just pretend it was brilliant um, and enjoy the rest of the podcast because... Uh, this is my favourite part called Ask Ted. And this is where all you lovely social media followers get to ask Ted a question and I don't read it until this very moment and I answer it honestly and truthfully. Uh, sometimes it's a good answer. Sometimes it's just proper shite and that because uh, my brain doesn't operate that quickly anymore now I'm old. So uh, I just put on some shifty little music in the background to get you in the mood. Here we go, and on to the first question. Alex Geds, Geddes, 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 I don't know your name, mate. I get it wrong every time you fucking leave one, one of these uh, messages. But uh, all right, all right, man, uh, happy new year and all that. Cheers, Alex. Uh, hope you and Julie had a good one. We did, yeah, we did. Yeah, I penetrated it twice. It was quite nice, actually. Uh, Ted, with Butter doing better over the last few weeks, do you think it's down to them watching your skills videos that you've done in the past? If so, in brackets, or if not... Any plans for doing some more skills videos? Could be a weekly slot. Ted's weekly football skills. Cheers, Mara. Uh, I liked your suggestion there. I'd probably come up with a catchier title than Ted's weekly football skills. Um, I'm not sure what just yet, but uh, I'm... Uh I mean, when I did those soccer skills, the, you know, the weather was mild. Um, I don't quite fancy doing them um, out, out at the moment when it's uh, when it's blowing a Marcus Gale out there. You know what I mean? 
the Dwight girl even I don't know uh, so but it's, it's a good suggestion uh, maybe maybe Woody did see me soccer skills promo video I did and uh, you know incorporated that and it was training regime and uh, and suddenly they've all improved so I'll take some credit for that yeah cheers Alex good question uh, Duncan Phillips uh, my good mate Duncan Phillips big dunk D-Dog as he's known as uh, can't think of anything to ask this week Ted but I'll still buy you a coffee not like the greedy twats on here do they think you do this podcast for now it's a good point that Duncan and I've not prompted you to say that I've got to be clear um, Duncan buys me a coffee every week on K- uh, www.coffee.com I spell K-O-F-I uh, and you just find my page click it and I get three quid it's simple you know what I mean enough for a coffee keeps me going oh but I said we listened commenting underneath there saying Duncan Phillips too much coffee is bad for him um, you're right Bri it is but uh, I, I just I limit myself I don't just spend it all on coffee immediately I pan it out over the week so you know get your fucking finger in your pocket and give us three quid Bri uh, good question that Duncan mate and thanks for me coffee pal <coughs> uh, Simon Rylander uh, ooh, let's have a look at this do you think Steve Gibson should have gone all out to get Nigel Pearson considering the amazing job he's done with Watford uh, you'll remember a few weeks ago I was a big fan of getting Big Nigel in and uh, when Karanka left I wanted him in as well because I know he's got he, what he did with Leicester was fantastic apart from what his son got up to you know what I mean like couldn't have any of that going on but um, he'd, be, he'd have been a great manager for the Borough but at the minute I'm happy I'm really happy with Woodgate but if things were to change and uh, for some reason Watford don't keep Big Nigel on and he's done a sterling job I'd snap him up I'd snap him up I think the problem might be is him and Gibson are really good mates they still play golf together and stuff like that and uh, it's like uh, it's like when you have that mate you knock around with like that and then um, he, he, he wants he wants you to get get you a job at his place and you're like I'm not fucking having that clown working at my place you do my head in you know what I mean maybe that's how Gibson looks at Pearson maybe uh, maybe he thinks he's a big doyle yeah uh, next question Brian Sigsworth uh, said are you really from the borough or are you from Artlepool because you're accent seems a bit posh for the butter know what I mean like I'm not from fucking Hartlepool Brian yeah I love you no I'm, I'm actually I'm from Thornaby so I'm, I'm in between uh, the butter and Stockton and uh, and, um, uh, and and the council element of Yarm known as Ingleby Barwick I'm only joking it's posh Thornaby Ingleby Barwick um, so yeah I'm from Thornaby Brian uh, I just uh, I've travelled around a bit you know what I mean my accent's Changed, and uh, I, I, I certainly I'm not from Hartlepool. Um, I class myself as a Thornaby-based you know, borough lad. There you go. Uh, Phil Conway, who is your comical hero, and who do you aspire to be like? Um, I've got quite a few here, Phil. So here we go. My ultimate comedy hero is Vic Mail. Massive fan of Vic Mail. Love him. Love him in the young ones. Uh, love him in bottom just class uh, second to that uh, not far behind is Mr Steve Cogan I love Steve Cogan uh, love Alan Partridge love Saxondale uh, Paul Calf fantastic and then um, my third one there's not much difference between the top three here, to be honest is, uh, is Vic and Bob massive Vic and Bob fan uh, local lads um, you know and I followed them uh, oh, all my life really love them uh, and if I was to bring in a 
close fourth it'd be league of gentlemen um and um yeah i think that's it really yeah yeah stand up wise i do like greg davies i think greg davies is very good if you don't know who he is he's the big lanky teacher off the in between us his stand up is is very good so uh, that, that's a good five there isn't it i'm uh, i can't really put him in any order um but uh yeah some good, good question that phil i like it mate cheers uh, Gregory Usbin, world's greatest folk singer. Um, I'll do it in his voice because uh, uh, it always sounds better. If Trolley lost the extra pounds, would you still find her attractive in that? Um, it's a good question, that Gregory. Uh, yeah, I would because she's, uh, she's, she's got a beautiful soul and a beautiful heart, and she's classed at doing gobbles as well. So, um, you know, you can just close your eyes and anyone can be beautiful with a gobble. Um, so, yeah, but um, do you know? Do you know if you lost all 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 the weight, you know what I mean? There's no cushion for the pushing. I think she'll just look like um, she'll look like that dog off the uh, the Churchill advert, you know? Like she'll just all sagging. That, that I don't think I'd like that. So, um, um, but uh, you know, we, we, I'm not really with it at the minute. So she can get she can get stuffed anyway. Uh, Tom HUFC. I, I'm sure when that stands for that, Liverpool United FC, and uh, and um, not Uddersfield. Um, do you think an end of a sausage roll looks like a dog's asshole? It does, yeah, it does actually. Um, not that I've looked at many uh, many dogs' assholes, but I have looked at the lot of an end of a sausage roll. Um, I've looked at loads of ends of sausage rolls, um, um, and I'm not, I don't know about them vegan ones. Like um, the probably I mean I tried one the other day it was friggin odd but it tasted like uh, it tasted like Lynx Java um, or some Lynx Tempest can't remember which one it was horrible uh, maybe Lynx Voodoo um, but um yeah, it's a good good analogy that um, good reference there. Um, I, w- I wonder what a steak bake looks like on an animal. It w- maybe it looks like a bear's paw. Yeah. Uh, all right, so back back on this now. Thanks, good question, that Tom. Uh, Car- Carl Lomas, would you agree ducks are not responsible parents? Good question, Carl. Um, I think uh, do you know. I I think you're right there, mate. Because I watched the Norton Duck Pond. Um, I watched this like mother duck just proper batter its little baby duck because it was nicking all the bread and it proper gave him a good pecking and stuff like that and then it just swam off and left it on its own. Um, so maybe maybe that is true. Uh, and they're always making them cross roads and stuff like that when there's lots of traffic and you know what I mean. Parents shouldn't do that. Um, it's bad. Um, yeah, it's inter- interesting question, Carl. Thank you very much, mate. Um, here we go. Let's have a look. Uh, John McDonnell who actually confirmed that bears shit in the woods um oh it's a good question that um i'm assuming that there's been some evidence recorded regarding regarding this um some wildlife expert um i mean do bears live in woods i don't know uh where do they live don't they live in like forests Oh, I don't know. But listen, wherever they live, they're going to have to have a shit, and they? they're not going to get the bus into town and go for one. So um, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know who's confirmed it, but it's definitely been confirmed before. Uh, it might have been Davy Crockett. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's have a look. Um, Bryce Sad Wilson. This will be a nice common question of him, a common sense question, won't it? Uh, what would happen if someone scared you after death? 
twice. Uh, I think you'd be dead, wouldn't you? Because like the, the, you're scaring you to a full death. There is that. Is that the correct answer you're looking for, there, Bri? Or are you looking for something uh, more ridiculous? Um, have you ever been scared a quarter to death or an ounce? Um, I've, I've been scared within an inch of my life. Where do all these fucking measurements come from to do with with life? You know what I mean? You can't put a measurement on life, can you? Like, oh, I was in, I was in an inch of my life, unless there was something that just missed you by an inch. Um, then you can use that reference. Um, and if someone scared you half to death, then uh, then you're all right, aren't you? You've recovered, but scared you half to death twice. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Good question, that Bri for once. Well done, mate. Um, Stephen Bates, Smoggies? Question mark. Explain. Right, Stephen. Um, I, I, I'm looking at your profile. And you've got a Liverpool badge um, on your uh, your profile, so I'm assuming you're not from uh, the northeast. A Smoggy uh, is a is a is a reference given to us Middlesbrough folk, um, just like uh, the uh, Newcastle of Geordies and Sunderland of Mackhams. We are Smoggies, and that is to do with the uh, all of the pollution surrounding us. Um, from the old ICI and uh, all that type of shit British Steel and all that we've got loads of cooling towers and smoke factories and uh, you know we've got a very low life expectancy down to this as well and many years ago and I think it might have been in the uh, the late 80s possibly early 90s there was a cartoon called the Smoggies as well who um, who, who fought pollution um, on the sea on against this uh, this bad man who had a big big steamboat polluting all the air there's here the oceans and stuff like that and I think that's where the two references have come together there Stephen uh, but a very good question and um, you know good to see your team done well in the Premier League there as well um, okay Chris Lofthouse why are you the only man in Teesside to use the word matter you're talking out your ass there Chris mate all of you mates use matter you'll get yourself down in the flange zone at the bottom match they're like no matter alright matter oh don't blow alright yeah I'm good matter you blow yeah so it's just you know it's just the lingo so um, you know maybe I started it you never know uh, Lee Crosby after um, Wasps got a B team <laughs> I see what you did there but um, they might have but it'd be called Durham Bees wouldn't it I see what you did there with the reference of a reserve team also being um, a stinging type of insect uh, but Wasps and Bees are very different uh, Wasps are chavs and bees are lovely little cuddly creatures and they go Lee Perry would you rather lose a leg or an arm uh, I'd probably lose an arm I, 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 as long as it wasn't like me my favourite arm uh, I reckon I'd be able to cope with one arm I wouldn't be happy if I coping with one leg um, I wouldn't um, but what I would do if I lost my arm I'd get one of them proper mad fucking Captain Hook hands you know like uh, I'd get like a robotic arm with a hook on the end like that and I want it to make proper robot noises as well so like if I'm reaching for my drink it's like just what I want it to be like so people look at me going look at that mad bastard he's a cyborg yeah 
uh, and I'd like a red eye as well. Um, okay. Uh, next next question there. Oh, uh, Tom uh, HFC. I'm letting you have another one here. Uh, who played the leading role in your wanks when you was at school? Um, oh, there's a couple of couple of a couple of teachers. I'm not going to name any names. There's a couple of teachers. Um, um, and no, it wasn't. Uh, you know, people who know me, it wasn't Mr. Carey. Before you you get in there, uh, probably used to crack one out over Miss Brannigan. Uh, she was quite tasty when we were at school. Um, who else? Who else? A couple of girls. A couple of girls I was at school with. Uh, I'm not going to name them because uh, you know they're like they're all married now, and um, I, I probably know their husbands and uh, partners and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, definitely, I definitely battered a few out over them. You know, sometimes at school as well. Yeah, yeah, sometimes at school. Um, Okay, Joe. Michael Hall, uh, did Donald Trump oh fat? That's a shit question, that Michael. Come on, you've got to use use a bit more fucking you know, get your brains involved, man, you know what I mean? Did Donald Trump oh fat? Hey God, I'm not even gonna answer that one, Michael. Let's uh yeah, but thanks for getting involved. Well done, you know, don't let that scare you off. Uh Vinnie Woodrow, when you fart in bed, it's a theme, eh? bloody hell. When you fart in bed, do you put your head under the covers and smell it? Of course I do, Vinnie. Everyone likes to smell of their own brand don't they you know what I mean when when we're watching EastEnders or something like that and Branko's lying in front of the fire and he does a little pff, pff, a little bottom burp and it fucking stinks he has a good sniff of it himself doesn't he sometimes he sniffs it and he shocks himself and he looks up at me and thinks it's me and I'm like Branko you cheeky little shit it's your own fart that enjoy it but I don't want to smell it um, but when I'm in bed and I, I do a little guffy under the covers oh I'm right under there breathing it in I love it I love it man it's like vaping but with your ass love it love it uh, oh bloody hell we got another one it's some theme here Leighton Poole ever had a wet fart in public then tried to walk it off as if nothing happened uh, also can you call Jordan Hill a big nonce yeah Jordan uh, apparently you're a big nonce mate that's from Leighton uh, I have I've done many a wet fart um, I really have had to wipe my ass with socks um, I've had to wipe my ass with dock leaves Space Raiders Chris Packets before um, you can't control it sometimes sometimes you can have like a naughty chilli and you think you're going to do a nice fart and the next thing you know oh my god you've just like you've soaked the back of your underpants with uh, what can only be described as murky water um, yeah I've done a few of them lately it's not to be ashamed it's just part of getting old you know what I mean it's part of getting old uh, Michael Veatley can I blame the wife if I left a marmite kiss on the clean sheets um <laughs> There's an awful theme this week, isn't there? Uh, Schmeichel, um, you can, you can certainly, um, if you're clever, what you can do is you can sort of move the sheets around so it's on her side of the bed, and then uh, you can pull the sheets back. Oh, look at that, you dirty! Look what you've left there! Big skiddy on the sheets, man! Oh, go and make me a bacon sandwich, and I'll let you off. Um, and you can get like chores and stuff like that done from it. So yeah, do it. It's a good, good technique that. Uh, and if Final question, Gav Davies, uh, why do dogs wipe their feet after they've had a shit? Um, I don't know whether it's an etiquette thing, um, because they can't wipe their own ass, can they? So maybe it's their way of going, right, I'm done now. I think uh, I think it's, it's, it's just a sort of like, you know, sometimes they try and bury the poo, don't they? Or sometimes they're just trying to just highlight where the poo is to you and do a little dance and go, oh, my poo's down here, look, there it is. Uh, 
Um, I don't know. Branko, he, he sort of like, um, he does a little squat um, and then and then he'll sort of poo and then he'll sniff the air a little bit like that and then he'll just walk off. He doesn't do any little dances or anything like that. But before, when he was younger, he did used to try and scrape loads of soil dead fast, you know, like an angry bull. So um, it's a good question, that. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's just dog etiquette, Gav. Dog etiquette. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Good questions there. Lot of lot of fat shit and stuff like that themes um, we might have to start setting a theme each week so um, you're not just asking me random stuff about dogs assholes and poo and things like that uh, but some some of the good questions in there this week around football and uh, animals uh, very good yeah 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 Right, so that comes to the end of episode 28 of Ted Talks, the Ted Anky podcast. Uh, thank you to my guests in the studio today, Mala and Steve Hilly, the international comedian for the Malta, who lives in London, who's proper class with dreadlocks. I love him, mate, love him. Uh, big thank you to uh, the sponsors of the show, Butterfan TV, providing fan content for all you Middlesbrough fans. Uh, Showcake Comedy, who provide comedy nights in the northeastern Yorkshire. And uh, JokePit.com, the comedy ticket box office, where you can get all your tickets for comedy nights all over the UK. Um, so check them out, Maris, you know what I mean? Uh, it's good we've been a good show you know again apologies for any sound difficulties I'll have that boxed off for next week so please um, you know do do share it about if you've not given us a rating yet please go on to um, the iTunes uh, podcast app or whatever it is or even iTunes on, on your PC and find the podcast click five stars just put proper class in the comments and I'd love it because it just gets me up the rankings you know what I mean and uh, you can do the same on Stitcher as well uh, not many people will use that one but if you are on that it's for your Android fans uh, you can do it that way as well um, but uh, you know let's hope the butter continue with this strong run we're on um, I'm made up at the minute so hopefully we'll have a we'll have a good 2020 and uh, I'll speak to you all next week so uh, up the butter and believe <laughs>